Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. Are you looking for interior design advice from a professional or business advice from an interior designer? We offer virtual interior design consultations to do just that. Whether you're looking for a color scheme, an expert eye on a furniture layout, need a tiebreaker to select between two options that you and your partner can agree on, or need help selecting finishes, or just don't know where to shop for a particular look that you have in mind, we can discuss feng shui and even conduct a space clearing to get the energy just right in the home when it's feeling off. This is also a wonderful opportunity to ask your interior design business questions, like what services should I offer? How do I price my services? I have a difficult client, what advice can you give me to move forward with them? All you have to do is sign up at bewitchingthehome.com or the link in the show notes to book your virtual interior design consultation. Welcome to Bewitching the Home, a podcast that supports the journey of holistic interior designers. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford, a creatrix of Sacred Space. Here, we will discover new concepts, meet creatives, and learn from active interior designers and conscious businesses that guide us to create enchanted homes. Homes filled with mindfulness, intentional living, and well-being for their inhabitants and Mother Earth. Homes connected to the highest vibration that bring balance, harmony, and a purposeful way of living. Hey there, we have a solo episode today. Um, all about either going solo or getting a partner to join you on your interior design journey. And I've gone down both paths. So I'm going to give a little bit of insight from my perspective and my experience. And uh, of course, you can make up your mind, but this might help you kind of steer you into a certain direction if you're wavering, you're not quite sure. Before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and set our space. So starting by ringing our bell, setting the moment. Just getting grounded and present. And I'm going to go ahead and light our candle. Again, connecting with the element of fire creativity, that spark of passion and desire for design, creating beautiful spaces that are filled with love, wellness, and intention. And I am pulling cards from the Radiant Crystal Card deck uh, by Bouchette Design, another fellow interior designer. Uh, Carrie is the creator of this deck, and let's see what Crystal is wanting to be seen today. We have Appetite, and this is Communication, 
teaching and awareness. And this is connected to our throat chakra with Gemini and Libra, which of course are two of my main signs. I'm a Gemini rising with a Libra sun. Affirmation, I am receptive to spiritual wisdom and connection. Uh, this crystal helps eliminate blockages, bringing the body into balance, uh, balance of emotions, chakras, and facilitates self-expression and communication. It manifests ideas into reality with ease. And the corresponding herb is time, which is communication, passion, and expression. Beautiful. Love it, love it, love it. So I'm recording this episode at my time of day that I crash, which is around 2.30 in the afternoon. So I am refreshing myself and nourishing myself with some coffee. So that's what I've got today um, in my moon mug. And we're talking about going off and creating an interior design business, either solo as a solopreneur. Um, I recommend still creating an LLC versus a sole proprietorship just because it protects you and your assets in case something were to happen or going with a partner. So I have done both. I have gone off on my own. I was on my own for about seven years, freelancing, doing interior design, assisting other designers. And then I created a partnership with my partner, Carl. So that kind of shifted things all together. So I just wanted to kind of give my perspective on these two different ways of starting an interior design business with a partnership. Um, that is really attractive because it means you're not doing this alone. It means you've got somebody to lean on. Um, it's somebody else that can be in the trenches with you. You can bounce ideas off with them. You know, one of the other beautiful benefits of having a partnership is you get to split the costs on everything. You're splitting the costs on your website, your hosting fees, your accounting, your, you know, your programs that is, is housing all the invoices and purchase orders and all of that. So basically everything gets cut in half if you're doing a 50-50 um, partnership and, and you get to have somebody to work with and be with, right? And, and the loan factor is, is not there. Um, but one thing that you might want to just double check before even going into partnership is really looking at each other's values. I recommend going through an exercise. We didn't do this and I wish we would, um, although I think our, our values are pretty much aligned. You know, writing down your values um, individually and as a business, writing down the mission of the business is also really important. And of course, the vision, where do you see you guys going? Um, sometimes, you know, one partner might see the business going in one direction of like growing large and having multiple employees. And then the other partner may just be like, I just want this to be you and I, like, I don't really want to add anything. Um, I like it small. I like it tight. So those are just things that you'll want to really go over with your, your partner. The other thing with partnerships is you're truly, truly committed. It is like going into a marriage. So you are tied together. You will need to get approval on everything um, with your partner. So it's, it's, it's just so close knit. And the other thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to um, see if your styles connect. Do they go together? Are you guys on board? Do you have the same sort of ideas about things? Not that that's bad not to have it. Um, my partner and I are very different in the way we approach things and just 
some of the design aesthetic. Um, we have our own personal design aesthetic, but we also complement each other very well. So that's something that you're going to want to work on. You're also going to want to make sure that you split up your duties, that you each person has, you know, some key things that they're doing. So if somebody is a drafter, that they're the ones that are drafting, or if you're splitting the roles, you really want to just identify all of the roles. You're going to have to identify your schedule. How are you working? Are you working separately? Are you working on all the projects together? Or do you each have your own project and it's just under the umbrella of your partnership? And then of course, you're going to have to write an agreement, a partnership agreement in order to get your, um, your LLC and all the other things that go with having a business. And then on the other side, and on the other thing too, with, with partnerships is the business is really about the both of you. So you're kind of taking on this new identity of this business together. And then on the other side, you know, going off on your own, you definitely are going to have some more freedom. You're going to have flexibility. You're going to be able to work the way you want. You don't have to ask for permission on certain things. You're going to be able to navigate things on some levels a little bit faster or decisions get made a little bit faster than if you were in a partnership where you have to confirm with the other person. It is all yours. You get to name it whatever you want. You get to design it whatever you want and you get to keep all the profits. I forgot to mention that in a partnership, you know, you're splitting your profits, but you're also bringing, you might be bringing in more business. So all the profits are yours when you're going solo. And then if something does go wrong, it is on you uh, with the partnership. You have somebody to kind of catch your back or to like double check some things. You might be a bit lonely in the, the solo camp and you're going to might have some insecurities or being unsure just because you don't have somebody there with you. Um, but being solo, you're, you're super independent. So it really just depends also on like on your values and how you like to work. So I would definitely check in and see like, what do you enjoy about you know, both aspects, writing a pros and cons list. But my favorite way about going about this is kind of a compromise. And that is through collaboration. So having a solo design business, but collaborating with others. And when I say collaboration, I'm talking about joining in a partnership with another designer working on one project and dividing up those tasks and assigning things and then coming together and sharing what you've uh, been working on, sharing on the experience and being able to bounce those things off. And if you don't have somebody to collaborate with um, as far as another designer to work together on, you can always join the Design Coven because we love to, you know, share ideas. We're working on co-working days. So being able to co-work with other interior designers and just have them in your community to be able to bounce these ideas to help you see that um, you're not alone, that the things you're going through are totally normal and to just learn from each other's experiences. So that to me is the best. So right now where I'm at, it's, it's solo. Uh, interior design and collaborating with other designers and joining a community of designers that are open and welcoming. That to me is is, is the best and, and so much fun. So you'll have to let me know what path you take, where you're at, if you're solo and you're wanting or you're craving um, community or a partner, or maybe you're in a partnership and you're really wanting that independence 
and you're wanting that identity of self, I'd just be curious to know where you are and what you decide. And of course, the Design Coven is open for everybody. We do have a virtual um, tier if you're not in San Diego, so you'll have community there. And if you are in San Diego, I would absolutely love to have you in my community to learn with myself and a bunch of other seasoned designers and just connect you with um, showrooms and vendors and really cool people that are here to support all of you in your business. So yeah, until next time, I hope you enjoyed this and we will see each other soon. You have been listening to Bewitching the Home. Special thank you to all my Patreon members. Without you, this show would not be possible. Music composition by Kinseth Thibodeau. Editing by Marcy Ferry and special assistance by Blake Ferris. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to support us even more, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bewitching. You can also follow me on Instagram at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, Lorraine, L-A-R-R-A-I-N-E. And find out more information about the podcast on the website, bewitchingthehome.com.